This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. This is not a regular player. This is not a pretty good quarterback. This is an all-time great. Is he? A strange bird off the field? He's a little nuts, I think. Okay? That's his deal. Is he really weird? Yeah. You don't have to hang out with him. You just have to put on your Jet jersey, go to the stadium, and watch him do his thing, which is move the Jets down the field and into the end zone, which is something you have not had in years. Subscribe to the Mike Francesa podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Mike Missanelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening, everybody. It is a special edition of the Mike Missanelli Podcast, post-game podcast. A stunning result tonight at the Boston Garden or the TD Garden, whatever you want to call it. It's a house of horrors for Boston people right now. 115-103. to 103. The Sixers take game Five And let me get this out of the way, because teams that win game five win 82% of the, of the series. So we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. The game five winner wins the series 82% of the time. A, just a dominant performance by the Sixers. I don't know how to explain it because I didn't see it happening. I saw maybe they would could win the game. I did not see a dominant victory over the Celtics tonight. And they dominated the game from from start to finish. They were really in control. They were never headed in this game. They won every quarter. The Celtics made like a mini run, but nothing close to a legitimate run. Uh, and they they just punked the Celtics in their own building. I, it was a result that I did not expect to happen. But they put a championship level effort into tonight. Uh, and everybody, every Sixer fan that's watching this game had to be just pleasantly surprised by that dominance tonight so so let's get into the box score a little bit right out of the shoot Joel Embiid a heroic effort again 33 points for Joel Embiid tonight and but you know his defensive presence to me is what was the whole thing tonight I mean he he intimidated the Celtics and we'll get to this in a later they got they were afraid to take two-point shots in the paint you they Ben Simmons and turtled up when they got the ball in the paint and they kept passing it out of there instead of going to the basket. And beat with 33, seven rebounds tonight with four big blocks. And he went to the line a lot, and he made 10 of 11 tonight. But the hero for tonight's game, you know, we're talking about how he hasn't really taken charge and has looked timid a lot in this series. But Tyrese Maxey, with a tremendous effort tonight, reminded everybody of Andrew Tony, the Boston Strangler, Maxey, Goes for 30 tonight and made 6-3. Six, 6 for 12 from 3. It was a plus 15. And, and he looked like he was really engaged tonight. And looked like a professional difference-making player tonight for the Sixers. 
Uh, and and I, I listen, there were a lot of heroes. Tobias Harris, a quiet 16 points with 11 rebounds. Harden, a quiet 17 points, but 10 assists. And off the bench, out of nowhere, Daniel House gives him 10 points off the bench uh, and five rebounds. And like, who saw that effort coming? Uh, it was just a, a great effort all the way around for the Sixers to win game five. And it puts them really in a driver's seat. Now, we'll, we'll get to this in a second because that driver's seat now means that you know we talked about whether they would be capable of winning three in a row. A- after this night, uh, it looks like the Boston Celtics don't have what it takes. A- and I-, I hate to jump ahead of myself, but that was a really bad effort by the Celtics in front of a home crowd. The Celtics showed a flimsiness tonight. And, and they're two stars. You know, you look at the box score, and it looks like they played a good game. I mean, Tatum had 36. But the, the two stars are apparently not capable of carrying this, th- this uh, team through. There have been a lot of lapses from these two guys in this series. And, and the supporting cast, they've had to call on to pull them through. Uh, but they didn't get that tonight from the supporting cast. They, there was no Smart tonight. There was no Derek White. There was especially no Al Horford tonight. The, 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 the Boston Celtics missed nine free throws tonight in, in their home crowd. You know, and when you look at the game, you go, okay, after they lost that game four in Philly, I expected in front of a home crowd, they would come out like they were shot out of a cannon. They did not. They did not come out like they were shot in a cannon. They came out timid. They let the Sixers control the game from the start. And then when they got it down to nine at halftime, you expected that they would make some adjustments and come out with their hair on fire in the third quarter, and they didn't do that either. So, you know, this was a window into the Boston Celtics soul tonight. We had talked about how up and down this team was, and they just not did not display a good enough effort for, for a team that is favored in the series. We're a seven-and-a-half-point favorite going into the game. Uh, they certainly didn't look like that tonight. So so let's get to the to the big issue of what's happening now. Can the Sixers win three in a row? Can they wrap it up in game six? And, and not risk a Game 7. Um, this is the whole question. Uh, we didn't think they were capable of winning three in a row over the Boston Celtics. But they gutted them tonight. And I got to think that, that that leaves a mark on the Celtics' soul on whether they can regroup enough and whether those two stars are really good enough and confident enough to lead their team to a win in Philly in Game 6. I said all along that the Sixers were going to win this series they would have to win it in six games. And if they lost game six, even though they beat the Celtics and handled them well tonight, I still, game seven scares me at the TD Garden. So I, I you know, if you're a Sixer fan, you don't want to let the Boston Celtics up for air at this point. The game on Thursday has to be the close of that game. They have to win the game six. Um, so let, let's look at, at, at some key moments of this game. I, I just want to, uh, and we'll get back to the Celtics in, in a, in, a, in a second, there were a couple of moments that stood out in this game in the fourth quarter. One was the MB chase down block on Jalen Brown, who thought he had a layup. And MB comes from nowhere and LeBron's him with a chase down block, which was amazing. And then they come back down the court and, and then Maxi hits the three. And on a subsequent possession, Embiid hits the three. They were the three plays that I thought really solidified this victory. Uh, for the uh, Sixers, 
and, and in Boston, in the end, I hate to do this, but I'm feeling good right now. Boston, in the ultimate surrender, uh, had four Caucasians on the floor at the end. And like to me, that's like the ultimate white flag wave. Um, I always keep my mic muted. I do. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I just I love when you jump with the Well, listen, I, you know, I, I have to laugh at They just completely weighed the white flag. They thought they were going to get <laughs> T.J. McConnell minutes out of Peyton Pritchard in that I game. Know. And that didn't happen. But, and but right. and I left my ass off to bring it up. There's another sequence in this game that, that I, I want to point out. Because the Celtics <laughs> had got it to nine points at halftime. And, you th- and I'm thinking, okay, they're going to come out guns blazing in the third quarter. And the first play of the third quarter – Tobias Harris gets an offensive rebound put back and, and they just allowed him to have it. And I looked at that basket. I go, this team doesn't want to fight tonight. The Celtics have no fight. They just allowed first basket of the third quarter when they really need to make a run. They allowed Tobias Harris to get an offensive rebound to put him back up 60 to 49. They expanded that within four minutes to 67 to 52. Uh, and then they got their biggest lead at 88 to 69. And in the fourth quarter, the Sixers just dominated. The Celtics made a mini run to get it to 92 to 81 with 945 left. But then uh, the chase down block and then Maxi with the three. And then Brown misses two free throws in the middle of all that. And then Embiid follows with a three to make it 98 81. And, and frankly, that, that was the game right there. It, it was, uh, you, you know, the, the Celtics t- they don't look like a team that has enough all of a sudden. And, and I don't know what changed for them, but you, when you get waxed in game five on your home floor, um, I don't know how you recover from that. So, Darren, you saw the same thing I saw. What were your feelings? I'll tell you, here's the thing that makes me a little bit scared as a Sixer fan. If I'm looking for a negative, right? The, the, the Celtic team that I saw tonight, I I haven't seen that team play for Boston. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen that team play for Boston. So that's what scares me. I feel like they came out, and you and I were texting tonight, and I said to you, I was like, they came out shell-shocked. Then you said scared, and I thought, I think there's a difference there. You say they came out like a little nervous, a little tight, and you're usually right. When it comes to basketball, I usually yield to you. Um but what uh, to me, they looked like a team that came out and were just a little like, what? We did not expect this to come out and, and, and get, get whacked in the face. And that happens to a lot of teams at home, particularly in a big game five, whether it's basketball, baseball, hockey, it doesn't matter. So when you got that all-important, we talk about this all the time, the all-important game five, and they come out and they get, they get punched in the mouth. Uh, it, you know, some te- most good teams respond with their aggressiveness. They did not. They turtled. And and that was not something that I ever expected from this Boston team. And that's why I think, and I'm going to tell you now, I don't think this team's like, I don't think this Boston team's done. The Sixers got to win it Thursday night in game six at home. If they give this team a prayer back home for game seven, we're in, uh, the yeah, no, no, everything you say is fair, but I always look at in, in all these years of coverage, but what is the team made of now? They, they, they should have really won that game four. they, they and, and I'm thinking they're thinking my, we squandered an opportunity in game four. So let's go. And now we're home. We're comfortable. Let's, let's come out, uh, uh, uh guns blazing. 
Um, but w- th- their makeup might not be that they have been an up and down team all year. When you least expect it, they go into the tank. They're not a consistent team. And, and, and you can look at their star player. Tatum again, got off to a terrible start. Yeah. He wound up with with 36, but you need your star player to engage early. And again, he struggled. And when he struggles, you know, you can only count so much when your subordinate players to bail you out. And so when he struggled, they they didn't have those kind of efforts from Marcus Smart tonight or Al Horford. He couldn't make a shot tonight. Uh, And so, again, it's a window into their soul. What are they? What are the Boston Celtics? They allow themselves to get punked tonight in a a home game coming off a a game four where they should have been disappointed that they didn't win that game, which, which meant they should have had extra aggression coming into game five with all the comforts of home. And they didn't have it. So to think that they're all of a sudden going to find it and win a game six with the Sixers feeling as good as they're feeling right now, I just don't think the Celtics are good enough and powerful enough and tough enough because they didn't show toughness tonight to all of a sudden think they're going to be tough and win game six to get it to a game seven. They have to win two games, mind you, right? And I know a game seven seems daunting there, but the Sixers took them apart tonight there. So, like, even if Boston comes up with some kind of final effort to win game six, I, I don't feel that, that they're going to win a game seven so easily. I get that, but I, I, for me, okay, I don't think this – not only does this Sixer team have this upper level, but I don't think the Celtics have this matching lower level in game seven. So, for me, better win this game – Game six at home because game seven is not going to be like this. The Celtics are not going to come out and be shell-shocked. Oh, I'm not afraid. Listen, I, it, it's it's not my perfect feeling that they have to go to a game seven. I, I don't think Boston, Boston now does not scare me because their two, they're two-star players don't carry them. They, they just don't carry them. Earlier you said you thought Boston – the, the odds of Boston winning game five were far in their favor, right? So think of it this way. You thought Boston would win tonight, but you weren't questioning the Sixers in the series. So uh, let me ask you this. Is it more in the Sixers' favor that they won tonight and win and can win now that third game in a row that you and I said there's no shot? Or... Were they really better off losing tonight and winning the next two? Well, of course, well, of course it is. I thought Boston would win game five and it would go down to a game seven where the Sixers would have to win a game seven. And I was scared of that. Problem. But they took them apart tonight. And when a team gets taken apart, it's hard to come off the mat uh, when when your two stars uh, are not uh, – they're not automatically – good enough to carry this team they're good players are they at the level of, of uh, players that can can carry you now to a series victory after you got gutted at home in game five and I don't see that in the Celtics now and, and this has happened like all season their two stars have not been engaged at the same time to make them a ferocious team and that was evident tonight as the Sixers just played with them and, and took them apart so had this game been close and the Celtics would have lost to the Sixers. Then I would say, okay, that, that's fine. But they got gutted. 
And when you get gutted, you start to question yourself. You start to, to, to question whether you're good enough. And, and instead of saying, yeah, we're good enough, we're tough enough to do this, I don't see that in Boston. They turtled tonight in this game in front of a home crowd. They got booed by, by their home crowd. They limped off that court tonight. Uh, yeah, and they never rallied. The, 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 the crowd was like, there were times in this moment tonight, in this game tonight, there were moments in this game tonight, Mike, where like the crowd was trying to will them to a rally. And they couldn't. And that crowd just went, you know what, they ended up leaving. And you're right, I'm 100% with you. I think, I, I saw nothing that makes me think they have the heart. All right, let, let's look at these players on the Celtics that have really... The games they've won, these subordinate players have had to be extraordinary. Uh, so, so Horford tonight, 0 for 7 from three point. It, that's all he took. He was 0 for 7. For some reason, Joe Missoula also decided to play straight up on Embiid, who was killing him all night. Like the defensive strategy. And finally, they figured it out where they, they doubled the post and they did not guard uh, P.J. Tucker which is what they should have been doing from the start. I mean, it was like Horford is 100 years old now, all right? To expect that he's going to play tough defensive basketball on Embiid and then make shots down the other end, it's not going to happen. So tonight he was a Ziggy. And Derek White was two for six, did not make a three-point shot. Uh, uh, Grant Williams, eight, eight insignificant minutes for Grant Williams, Malcolm Brogdon was a non-factor tonight. All these guys have been contributing for the Celtics, uh, and they didn't tonight. And the two stars weren't capable of carrying them through because their subordinate players weren't there tonight. And that's what I saw on this team. They, they, they're, they're, those two stars are not capable of now, in my opinion, all of a sudden bringing this team out of nowhere. And what I see is that these are the final days of Joe Mazzola. That's what I saw tonight. They're, they're just waiting to knock him off the ledge, and tonight they didn't respond. And seriously, I think he <laughs> lost his job tonight. I, it would be a miracle for me to think that Boston could come back and win this series now. And I know people don't want to hear that. Don't jinx him, Mike. But you saw the same thing I saw. They gutted the Celtics tonight. The Celtics didn't have a pushback. Now all of a sudden I'm going to leave. They, they have a pushback for a game six? I don't know. Yeah. On the road? No, I agree with you, Mike. I'm 100% with you. I think it's over. Close it out Thursday night. Let's go. Well, okay. I, I mean, I hope that happens. Maybe Boston can summon one final effort to get it to a Game 7, which in, in a little way scares me. But now that I look at it after what they did in Game 5. No, I don't, I don't want – no. Sorry, I don't want 7. They're going to – I don't like the chance in 7. Is, I know. I, I, listen, on. I know you don't like it. Nobody, nobody likes a Game 7. But if the Sixers did what they did tonight in Game 5, if somehow they slip up in a Game 6, I, I think they're tough enough to go back and win another game in Boston. That's what I saw with the Celtics tonight, the, the lack of a toughness with the Celtics. So if, if you're going to summon a little toughness, you're going to, by the miracle of God, win a game six, I don't think that they're tough enough to carry it through to win a game seven. I'm not scared of this Boston team like I'd be scared of a bird team. That's what I'm saying. These two stars are nice players. They're not capable of carrying them through. It's evident to me because they have disappeared repeatedly in this series and have not given them any effort. And people will look at Tatum tonight and go, well, look at that, man. He responded with 36. He was also a minus 26 tonight on the floor. Minus 26 
and 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 just left them adrift in the first quarter where he couldn't get off to another good start. Uh, yeah, I just look. I here's the thing. I I I wonder about a coach like Joe Mazzola, who, you know, he's his arrogance carries him a lot of the time. This was a team. This was a time tonight where his team got spanked. They got told to sit down. And how does a guy, as a coach like Joe Mazzola, come back from a game like this? I think it's going to be tough. It's going to be I get that filled crowd. It's going to be wild Thursday night. Uh, listen, and the other thing too is there's enough talent though on the on the on the Celtics that makes me worry about. Them, you know, you know, cowboy it up for for a game seven. That, I'm sorry, I worry about it. Yeah, I don't see it. I, I, I gotta be honest, I, I don't okay. see the, the cowboy uh, up right. on this team. And and had had they played this game close, had they played this game close, uh, I, I would see it. But they they didn't play this game close. I hope you're right, but I will say I was a lot more confident about tonight than you were earlier today. You were a lot. Of, well, you were what? A lot more confident about tonight. No, you weren't. I was the hell I wasn't. I was the one that told you that we talked tonight. about the line in our podcast. You oh, come on, Mike. You all you, you never like to give a little credit. I had I was a lot more confident tonight. You had them losing <laughs> away. You said I don't like it. I'm sorry. Seven and a half. Anyway, I said it's not. It's not a favorable line at seven and a half for the Sixers. Uh, I, I there's no way that anybody could have seen this kind of a game transpire. Of course I didn't see this kind of game where, the, where it was a takeover like that. I didn't think Maxie would wake up like that. But what I did tell you was I thought Embiid would come to come as an MVP tonight, and I thought the team would play a lot better than we expected from them in Game 5s. And their history in Game 5s going to tonight was Shinola. To be nice. All right, so the Sixers now have a stranglehold on the series at 3-2 with a game six at home, which should be busting up. Uh, and I got to think that uh, the Sixers go into this guy. It'll be interesting to see what this line is for this game. Uh, I'm thinking the Sixers could be a like a five-point favorite uh, in this game after what the Celtics uh, showed. Uh, now, are they going to get the same effort from Daniel House? He came out of nowhere. They threw him in desperation, and, and he uh, he responded. But tonight was a Maxi game, uh, 30 points from Maxi. We kept saying he's got to deliver because we knew Harden wasn't going to score like he scored uh, in the last game. So so Maxi had to come to play, and he did. He was confident. And uh, if you saw after the game, Sam Cassell was in his face, probably. Sam, Sam Cassell is a guy who tries to inject confidence in this kid. And he loves the kid, and, and he's always wanted him to be. You're a great player. You play like a great player, and and Maxie took took the the, you know he he took the the, the whole baton tonight, and uh, and threw in thirty for him with six threes. That's a monster game uh, for the new Boston Strangler, uh, Tyree. Every Maxie. one of them was clutch too, right, Mike? Every one, every thirty. It really was. He he had one where he was he was uh, moving to his left and he threw one up and it went in. I said, "Wow, this he's he's flying high tonight." Uh, all right, so the Sixers win one fifteen to one hundred three. Again, eighty two percent of the teams that win a game five win the series. They've got two games to win one, but uh, game six. When I look at this game and I look at how the Celtics responded at home. I don't know where they're going to get an effort to respond to winning game six. So we'll we'll keep it at that.
Thanks, everybody, uh, for listening to the post-game show tonight. We do this after every Sixer game, and it looks like we got at least another series to do it. And, and if I look at this series, uh, to me, the Knicks are dead. It looks like the Miami Heat are going to be the survivor. The Sixers look like they're going to play the Heat now for the Eastern Conference Championship, uh, unless Boston does something miraculous. Uh, and the Sixers are going to be clearly favored in that series. Um, but Miami plays them tough. So we'll just see uh, what happens there. Uh, all right. Uh, everybody, thank you so much uh, for listening to the post game. Uh, it is the Mike Missnelli podcast. We do these special podcasts after every game. Sixers win it tonight, 115 to 103. Uh, and to me, this is uh, one of the great victories that they're ever going to have. Everybody have a great rest of the night. We got another podcast coming with you with Tim Legler. Uh, a little later in the week, so stay tuned for that. Have a great night, everybody. Rest easy, sleep peacefully, wake up with a smile on your face. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Mike Bissonelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network.